On this episode of the AIE podcast. First, a selfie. Sotor has not one, but two new suckers. Poots blows up. That's how you take care of a hacker. Abaman, Durs, and Mucow are here to talk to us about AIE in Final Fantasy XIV. Oh my god! All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. We still miss you, Zod. All right, uh, here we go. Welcome to episode 233 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aliyah Ayakta Est gaming community. The Die Has Been podcast. This is Tetsemi, and to my literal left, right over there, even though the video is reversed, I can, is McCullough. Hey, guys, I can sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> and to my right is Aludra. I think you're awesome, and I'm also doing Michaela's sleeping for her, apparently. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you know. This week, we are joined by a trio of special guests, Abovan, Duras, and Mewcow from Final Fantasy XIV. Welcome, folks. Hey, how are you guys doing? Well, I have one guest when you can have three, and they're all fabulous. Exactly. It's the Yep. So, Abba, what have you been in? What have you been up to, in or out of game? Wow, that's hard to say. <laughs> Words are hard. Words are hard. So, but think, what have I been doing? Hmm. Well, first off, uh, I do have an announcement. I would love to partake on the on the world here. Um, what is it? Well, is it, is it I shall tell announcement? you. Announcement. It might be too. <laughs> It might be two Ooh. announcements. Ooh. Um, I love those, this idea. So, for those who are um, aware th- um, aware of my uh, of my history that I have within the last year, I thank you so much for your love and support. Um, AIE is awesome in many many ways. Uh, you got, I can't thank you guys enough for that. So, with that said, I am very happy to announce that the Applevent family will be adding not one but two little ones to our little family. So yay! So doubles. Aludra squee. And I've had earphones. So if you still have your ears or headphones still working after that squeal that you just heard, yeah, yeah that is correct. I am having two little well, ones um, in there. Hopefully wife. near future. Well, yeah, more doing her, the physical labor me. part of this. More her than me, but I'm the one on the podcast. You're from- so. <laughs> so, I'm warning you though that whole pregnancy thing. When you're, you know, I'm pretty sure that's going to make you want to pull your hair out. Oh, uh, wait. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, yeah. So there's going to be two amazing. coming up. Amazing. So yeah, we'll, there'll be more updates as things go along because you guys are family. So you'll have two more. Screaming things in the background when the next time I'm on the podcast, probably. <laughs> hey, hey, we cannot fair. wait to hear that. Wait, let's be fair. <laughs> you has some, some little things and 
it's not screaming. So there we go. Uh, People, he you was mewing it earlier. earlier. And that's what I was going to say. And speaking of mewing things in the background, hi, Mew. What have you been up to in a round of game? <laughs> well, uh, last night I actually finished the main story for Final Fantasy XIV, which is a pretty major accomplishment. Yes, it is. Yay! Congratulations. And yeah, the story is Congrats. just intense. And uh, it's it was pretty amazing and makes me just eager to see what's coming in the next expansion. But uh, I think the uh, bigger story is... Uh, that uh, Mrs. Mew and I uh, brought our own bundle into the world. And Yay! his name <gasps> is Xander. Oh, baby Xander. Oh, he's, he's so actually cute, being pretty honey. quiet at the moment. Yeah. Oh, he's so cute. This is such great audio for our podcasting listeners. But if you can see the video, he's a baby. He's a cute baby. So cute. Yeah. I'll give him a second. He'll, he'll let them know that he's here. But uh, this has pretty much been the majority of our focus for the last oh, few months. Oh, is he? Oh, he's saying hi to everyone. Oh, gosh. Up. He's drooling. Yeah, he just got fed, so. He's filling out nicely, because I know when you mm-hmm. guys posted the baby pictures when he was first born, I know he was very tiny when he was born. And he was yeah, he was a preemie, the but. Side. Yeah. Well, the, he's yeah. a preemie, but he was a, pre, a, a, a late-term preemie. So he was actually... You know, he, he was just small. I mean, he was otherwise was fine. So, but this is oh, the noise in the background um, pretty much when I've been gaming. <laughs> and uh, that's pretty much why I haven't done too much other than Final Fantasy and WoW. But uh, he's a little bit more important. He's his own little game. Okay, but, uh, so I'm trying tall. not to squee and destroy everybody's ears some more. Okay, just, just <laughs> so you know. So I, I'm trying to keep the squeeing to a minimum. Very good. And Duras, what have you been up to in or out of game? Well, in game in the last five minutes, I've been trying to find my seat. Everyone, <laughs> yeah. it's always that I was able to find it. it. Oh, nice! But uh, everybody's in game. Yeah. I should go in there. It's kids. You should. Right? It's all about the kids these days. Summer's coming up, so making plans along those lines. Mine Our, are not quite is... as young, but uh, you know, four and seven. That's that's still a a time to go out in the sun and rem- have them remind you just how slow of a runner you really are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ours is uh, 13. She has serious plans to, um, well, play Minecraft all summer. Yep. You know, you got to watch that, that Minecraft thing. <laughs> uh-huh. even, even the seven and eight year olds are into that these days. It seems. <laughs> oh yeah. The, the other day I actually sat down to play. Wow. Of all things. And the doorbell rings. And it's her best friend, who she invited to come over and play Minecraft. They hadn't had much time together recently. And Riley plays Minecraft on my computer. So I had to uh-huh. give up the pooter so the kid could Well, that has to be changed. special time together. And, yeah. <laughs> Tell her she yeah, can play get... Pocket Edition. <laughs> yeah. They need to do that soon. Yeah, but uh, other than that, gaming-wise, I, I mean, it's been mostly work and work and work. Uh, I've been doing a lot of uh, web development, graphic stuff, um, and then there's my day job. Right. Uh, <laughs> game-wise, I've, I've actually had a little more time, and uh, I dove back into Final Fantasy. Ooh. I, I, I partly blame Abovan for that. Partly? I totally we blame Abo. We should start the hashtag. I take just no blame responsibility Abbo. of playing an awesome game. 
Well, hey, you know, it's a lot of fun. I doubt I will be done with the storyline before Heaven's Word hits, but, you know, we'll see. Stranger it's, things it's have gorgeous. happened. And here we are in the in the circuit, the secret squirrel room downstairs in the, the uh, Free Companies Guild house. If yeah, you can find cool. it. It's pretty well hidden because I didn't realize it was there until I walked down. Yes. There's a secret. <laughs> Beautiful. And Is I'm, it behind I'm, a squirrel? I'm looking at the secret right over there. Please be a secret door. Please be a secret door. <laughs> Very cool. that's, that's about it for me at this point. Awesome. And McCullough, what have you been up to in or out of game? I know this answer already, but what have you been up to? Phoenix Comic Con um, starts on Thursday. I have $4,000 of retail that I'm taking with me. Yeah. So, um... That's been pretty much my focus the last few weeks. Just a bit busy. Just a bit busy. Um, Minimal writing. And like I said, the one time I sat down to actually play the game that we pay for, the rebel ring. Um, (laughs) (laughs) About it. um, Had a little more success on the um, other geeky stuff. Our uh, D&D campaign is currently on pause while we start a Deadlands campaign. And that is more fun than I could possibly imagine. Yeah, the the system for Deadlands with the how they do the dice rolling and the use of playing cards for initiative and, and spellcasting is just a, a refreshing change of pace. Yeah, that's about the extent of my geek. Yeah, I've been geeky, but just not on the computer. Uh, I think you forgot one thing, though. What's that? Well, if you were being geeky, you would probably go see, oh, I don't know, a geeky concert? Oh, we saw the double clicks last week, last Monday. We saw the double clicks. Um, actually, and the great thing was, it was at a gaming store. So they uh, uh, played at a uh, location called Imperial Outpost that has a great second room that the double clicks played at, and it was awesome and fun. And then we spent lots of money in the gaming store, which is the point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the first time was funny because we saw them last year at uh, Nerdtacular, and then we turned, we bought a t-shirt, we turned the back of the t-shirt over, and hey, in Glendale, Arizona, three days later, were the double clicks. So we um, acted like we were stalking them and saw them a few days after we saw them in Nerdtacular, and now we waited almost a year. That's, that's good. Was, you don't want to freak them out too much. Right. They may no. not come back. And we actually uh, brought some of our gaming group with us, so that was cool. We got to introduce them to the double clicks live. So, Ludra, what have you been doing in and out of the game? Um, sorry, my, I was told my mic was a bit hot, so I tried to put it on the proper mic that it's not seeing, and what do you know? It's not picking it up, so... Uh, oh, great. Well, okay. do Yeah. So, anyway, um, let me see. Uh, in-game, I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy II. As a matter of fact, I beat Mew to the end of the storyline by, what, five minutes? Yeah. So that was cool. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, I need to yeah. ask, which two? Like American two or real two? What? What? Yeah. Huh? What uh, two? Did I miss something? I thought I heard this is just like Abavan to point these kinds of things out. I, yeah. It, As well. Oh. Of, oh, two. Oh, I thought you were playing. I thought you said you were playing Final Fantasy, as in no. the second Final Fantasy. That's what Final I thought Fantasy too. Like, well. Wow. 
No, no, I meant as well, as in, oh, yeah, maybe okay. I'm, I'm logging in. Um, grammar, okay. grammar check, how about that? Okay, yep. there were rails right here. Podcast went that way, off the rails. Yeah, I know, and I didn't even yeah. do it, so I, I totally got lost. So there we go. In, um, in time, I may be playing three Final Fantasy games at the same time, as in my, my Vita, I'll have, a, I'll have my uh, uh, computer and then my laptop all playing different Final Fantasy games. I don't find that weird. Wait, is anybody else? <laughs> aren't you playing? Aren't you playing Bookkeeper as well? Uh, I maybe. I That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I all the th- so, Aludra, you beat him by five minutes. Meeting. Keep going. There's a problem. Yeah, clearly. Okay. So yeah, I beat him by like five minutes, and yeah, me. And then let me see. There's a million pets in Final Fantasy, so that's awesome. Oh gosh. My uh, yeah. And I, I'm having a good time. Uh, there were some differences in the storyline, though, between me and Mew, because I happen to be a cool Lancer Dragoon type, and he is not. So I was, like, asking about the thing, and he was like, um... Racist. You know? Yeah, yep. what are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> and so that was fun, uh, seeing how the story would change depending on what you had leveled up. So yeah. I, I enjoyed that very much. Um, storyline ending kind of made me angry. I was like, you guys, I was... Uh, yeah, words, because I don't want to spoil it. Anyways, um, let me see what else. Final Fantasy was fun, and then, and wow, my raid teams kind of hit a roadblock, and it's not been as fun. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys know all about that, I'm sure. Um, four of you are in my raid. Four of us are in my raid team. I was going to say... Um, or listen to almost any WoW podcast that has a member of our raid team, and you'll hear just how frustrated we all are. Yeah, yeah, pretty much exactly. I think I went off on it in Battle Pets this week. Oh, God, it's really good. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I know. Um, let me see what else, what else, what else. I've been playing a lot of Harvest Moon Story of Seasons, and yeah, I'm farming and doing things and just <laughs> digging, digging in the dirt, aren't you? Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm also getting pets. <laughs> I'm not a one-trick pony, I swear. <laughs> You're a two-trick pony. Pets and dirt. And dirt, yeah, yep. Clearly. Uh, but uh, in real life, uh, my son just finished his uh, junior year of high school. Oh, my gosh. My oldest. And my youngest is going to be a freshman next year. Oh. Yeah, that's I scary. did not okay this. I did not sign off no. on this. Uh, <laughs> nobody asked me if they could grow up quite this fast. So yeah. I'm, I'm pretty upset. But yeah, right now everything is all school trips and extra this and extra that. Because guess what? My kids are actually smart enough that they get invited to all the field trips. Yeah, right. Especially yeah. the little one. He's like invited to everything. And my, my oldest, he's planning these dates to Magic Mountain and stuff and, and Knott's Berry Farm. And I'm like, jeez. Whoa, who are you trying to impress? <laughs> Slow <man?"> down. <laughs> and birthday parties. Not every, every single birthday party lately has been like something huge. Yeah. Calm yeah. it down, guys. I, I don't so, get that. Yeah. That's just me. I've been really involved with my kids, but they're they're almost adults now. Right. <laughs> yeah, so back to gaming. Jeez, Tatsumi. Yeah. <laughs> Your yeah. turn. What have you been doing, Tat? Oh, all the things. No. Uh... <laughs> all the things. Okay. That was easy. 
Yeah, no. Uh, well, thankfully, or or not so thankfully, we've we've been raiding, and um, yeah, we ran into a little bit of a roadblock with Orgorger and decided, uh, uh, screw that. We're guy. ignoring him. We're going home. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So we invented a new entertainment uh, last raid, and that is we made our own elevator boss. Blizzard oh is famous for making fast elevators that if you don't get on they will drop you to your death well we decided to one up them and actually drag the guy at the entrance that carries the big box around the big ogron onto the elevator and then fight him on the elevator and he obliged and decided to go up the elevator down the elevator and so we were doing tank swaps uh basically riding the elevator down one tank would die then the other tank would get on the elevator ride it back up and the other the other tank would run in from the entrance and grab the boss again ride the elevator down it was a fun tank swap but we did kill him on the elevator i am really upset that i missed that because that sounds like the best strategy ever (laughs) it was completely it was completely accidental and completely amusing, and even the Thera thought it was interesting. So, yeah, yeah, that was about that was about the highlight. I mean, let me. Okay, we got the first three bosses down like we normally do. We killed Rukmar. We got loot, so that's all good. Um, there are some upcoming changes to loot that we're going to discuss in the, the WoW section um, that kind of have an impact for our team and some stuff like that, but. This whole friends and family raiding normal flex mode just isn't there with these two dungeons. There's a little bit too much emphasis on personal responsibility and not enough emphasis on, hey, you've got the gear, you should be able to overcome these mechanics. And so it was a good try for Blizzard, but I think a lot of a lot of teams, not just ours, are getting frustrated by the amount of personal responsibility on every single boss and and that you can't carries a strong term but you can't overcome some of the obstacles we're facing just by overgearing it and and that's frustrating for someone that raids with with our team that that raids like we do so um but other than that I think I have one I think I have a total of 35 garrison followers, of course, 10 are inactive because you can only have 25. But the last garrison follower that's inactive has, I think, maybe 20 points of weapon. And then I'll have every single follower at 675 armor, 675 weapons. And I'm like, okay, well, that goal's accomplished next. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens when 6-2 comes out. But that's about it. Um I think with that, we will be dug- digging into Final Fantasy shortly. But first, let's cover this week's news. AIE News. Well, we don't have a ton of uh, guild-specific news where it comes to World of Warcraft, but Blizzard has uh, given us a lot of information in the past few weeks. First off, we have the very fun selfie scavenger hunt. Blizzard will be posting a picture a week, and it's it's challenging you, yes you, the WoW player, to hunt down the location in-game and take a selfie. Submit that screenshot to win a chance for great Blizzard gear, Battle.net balance codes, an iPhone 6, and the grand prize being a uh, trip for two to BlizzCon. Guys, I'm going to 
be back in a little while. I need to go take a selfie. I want to go to BlizzCon. <laughs> um, first, I got to take a first, selfie. A selfie. Um, now, as we kind of just discussed, I haven't yet. Um, in recent in a recent interview with Polygon, Ian Hazatosis has a wow, Hazacosis, wow, I can't talk. Dropped a bit of a bomb saying there will not be flying in Warlords of Draenor at all. Now, this has been talked about extensively on on matters of podcasts, forums, personal conversations before the show. We're not gonna rehash it here. But I hear that if you know in-game flying is your thing. We might have some great news about that later where it comes to Final Fantasy. Right, guys? Yep. Maybe. Maybe. That was <laughs> best Lena. Okay. And um, we know patch 6.2 is forthcoming soon. TM. And we've gotten a small preview of what to expect, including, well, take your headphones off, guys. Pets galore. Pets galore. <laughs> Um, new battle pets can be found in Tanan Jungle, four of which are brand new and can be caught for the first time. The Blood Beak, the Cerulean Moth, the Violet Firefly, and the Fen Crab. Plus a quest for the cutest little fell pup ever. And 15 fell corrupted legendary pets. Once Pat's 6.2 opens, the Battle Master in your garrison will be able to get you started on those quests for those pets. Right, Alodra? Oh, yeah, it's really great. There's also a quest in your garrison, like how you got your selfie camera. That's how you're going to get a cute little fire puppy. And there's also um, pets showing up in, like, Dalaran. There's going to be a pet. And there's going to be a pet in uh, a few in other places in Draenor. So, I mean, yeah, there's a lot. I made a whole show out of it. (laughs) Right. As you do. As you do. So, if if you want the best and most up-to-date information on uh, battle pets, Ludra may have you covered along with her uh, partner in crime, Ben. Yes, yes. We're terrible, terrible people over at Battle Pets. You are. You are. Look us up. Um, So, not only that, apparently there's more to this patch than pets, which is honestly news to me. weird. Yeah, I know, I know. It's like there's this whole other game. There's going to be bonus events and an adventure guide. The bonus event system will have a rotating schedule of seven different activities currently scheduled to run from Friday through Monday of each week. So, you Mm -hmm. weekend players, this is pretty much built for you. Each bonus event grabs a passive bonus to a particular in-game activity and offers a once-per-event quest with a noteworthy reward for accomplishing the goal. The in-game calendar, you know, that thing over in the mini-map, can serve as your one-stop reference to the event schedule so you can see what's going on. The adventure guide discussed in detail below below, um, will offer a direct (laughs) link to the active bonus events, allowing you easily accept all the associated quests. And then there's time walking. Draenor dungeons, battlegrounds, arena skirmishes, apexes, and pet battles are all the different types of bonus events. I only knew about the pet battles because I'm very one trick on my pony. (laughs) Okay. So time walking, what did I just say? It was time walking. What What was that word even? It will be available to characters who are level 71 and higher for Burning Crusade content and level 81 and higher for Wrath of the Lich King dungeons. It will open up only certain three-day-long weekend holiday events 
things. While time walking, your power will be adjusted down to the level of the heroic dungeon, but you will retain all of your skills and talents, things that other games need to realize Final Fantasy and do for you. <laughs> we will also be testing additional rewards such as level 100 quests. I'm not testing it. Blizzard's clearly testing it as level 100 quests that reward one seal of tempered fate per weekend. So, Keep an eye on your in-game calendar at 6.2. Check it out. Yep. You know you want to try this at least once. See if it's for you. Not a problem, Michaela. I heart you, and you are a good person at writing this. Okay, so a good challenge deserves a good reward. So to go along with your scaling down, we're going to go through most every piece of loot in each Time Walker dungeon and scale it up. That's right. When you Time Walk through Utgard Pinnacle... To take down the King Ymirin? Sure. Yeah. That's We're his name. About that. And loot yep. his Red Sword of Courage. It will scale up to item level appropriate for you to use gear. Oh my gosh. This is outstanding. No longer is it merely Trangemog. If you loved the look of Burning Crusade, you can have at level gear. If you loved the look of Wrath, you can have at level gear. This is fantastic. Awesome. I'm excited for everybody. Yep. And speaking of gear, and that means itemization. Ooh. Right? The personal loot system that is in raids offers several advantages to certain group types. Our group being one of them, definitely for our raid. But Thank there's still some Yeah, but there's several areas where we think we can make improvements. Again, this is Blizzard speaking. Our goals with personal loot going forward are threefold. Make it more consistent and rewarding. Bring personal loot up to be competitive with group loot, so players who prefer personal loot receive awards comparable with those they get from groups using Master Loot or Need Greed. And celebrate rewarding personal loot within the group in a way that captures the excitement of receiving rewards in group loot. And while they're doing that, they're also going to mess with secondary stats. Inside Hellfire Citadel, you'll see a wider range of high and low secondary stat values on items that you have in a long time, alongside with some tuning adjustments that should ensure your tune stats are the right choice. The change should make it easier for you to identify which items are good for you in a more interesting way than just oh, equip the highest item level. Which sometimes then ends up taking away from your stats. All right. Exactly. Well, here's the storm news. This was kind of fun. Um, Scott Johnson of the, of course, Frog Pants Network is working on a Heroes of the Storm Frog Pants Tournament. Keep your eyes on Twitter, the AIE section of the forums, what have you. Uh, follow Scott, which I'm sure we all do, at Scott Johnson, as more information becomes available. And if you listen to any of the podcasts he does, or pretty much any of our uh, a- other AIE family members do, you know, it's a big rage, it's a good time. Sounds like a fun tournament. Are we eligible? I think Absolutely. so. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you be? Oh, okay. It's on. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I know. It's me. <laughs> I'm talking about SWOTOR, and it's just so much news. It took me a minute to find it, it, it within me. <laughs> To, to even calm down enough, so okay? So everyone, please give a round of applause or a chorus of ooh oh. to our two newest Star Wars officers, Seferix and Avershed. 
both are longtime well-known community members that will be helping out with guild business and will round out the task crew. So everybody, Swotor, go on. Uh, on the forums, say uh, congratulations to our very right. two new officers over there. Don't forget, Tuesday's mandatory fun night is still running along, and it is mandatory that you have fun. The crew over in SWOTOR run Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Central and stream live on twitch.tv slash new overlords. The update on the forums regularly, what the plan is for any given Tuesday night, so see if you are up for some mandatory fun. Sounds scarier than it really is, guys. I'm serious. Totally. And on the most recent update of the SWOTOR Escape podcast, AIE Sema and Max the Gray and Astromech EPC-91 talk about in detail about the monolith fights on Zios, including the rewards, strats, and achievements. We also They also cover game news from the week from SWOTOR in general and from AIE. Maybe they found some news we didn't, or maybe you want to know more about what we're talking about. Head on over. Check them out. They are good people and run a good podcast. Yes, they do. So much news, guys. I know, right? And speaking of mandatory fun nights, Sunday, May 31st, 3 o'clock Eve time, our fearless leader, Hoots, will undock and give the peons a chance of a lifetime. Hoots will be somewhere in the Griffin constellation awaiting certain demise. So bring your probes and practice your D-scan and let's give Hoots a better death than his last one. Yeah. All right. And not specifically for AI in Guild Wars, but in Guild Wars 2 in general, they have the best way of taking care of hackers. It's kind of a bit of a fun news. Um, a character controlled by a hacker who used exploits to dominate the game has been put to death virtually. The character, Darkseid, was, strip- was stripped and then forced to leap to his death from a high bridge. The death sentence was carried out by players gather, who gathered evidence about the trouble the hacker had caused. This helped the game security staff find the player, take over the account, and kill him. Them. So, you know, we'd have a lot less problems in games, I think, if other games took after Guild Wars 2, example. Clearly. They really need to. And so recently, released in the ashes of Othgiliath, Lord of the Rings gave our friends new Middle-Earth content, new regions, and a new system. Changes include three new instances, the Sunken Labyrinth, the Rune City, and the Dome of Stars. And a new imbuement system, which means you get to imbue your gear with cool stuff and stats, and yeah, it's like like enchanting. Three new regions, Upper Labinan, Lost Snarch, South Illithin, and Osgiliath. And over 100 new quests. If you want to hear more about this, I would write your local, uh, your Guild Wars 2 people and ask them, hey, why aren't you on the AIE podcast? You should come in and talk about this stuff in great detail. I know. I was going to say, we need to definitely make sure they, we get them on soon. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of Lord stuff of to be had. Yep, both Guild Wars 2 and Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And with that, let's get back to Abo, Duras, and Mewcow and find out what's going on in... I know. In Final Fantasy fourteen, I, I heard something about flying. Yeah. What flying? Oh, that's flying right. Flying rooms, games. Forget it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Shots fired. My goodness. That was just like pew. 
No, no, I'm, I, like I, I, the I, like, I like flying. Flying is fun. I do understand the, what what uh, what Lord of Drainer is doing with it, but um, if done right, it adds to the game. Putting yeah. it everywhere subtracts from the game. That's just me. This opinion has been brought to you by Applevan. Whereas I think it's more that they've opened Pandora's box and now they're trying to shove it back in and it just doesn't work yeah. that way. Yeah, no, it really mind. doesn't. But, I mean, just wow, we're having a wow moment here. Uh, just right? looking at the way they designed Nagrand, I knew that flying probably wasn't coming this expansion. Now to say never? Well, that took me by surprise because they designed some zones with flying in mind. Right. So why not design some others? Yeah, but whereas uh, with the expansion, they're planning on having flying there. So if you want flying, and you got a game to come to. Definitely. So, so what else is going on with uh, Final Fantasy, guys, besides flying? All right, so we'll get into the details of how Final Fantasy fourteen will be doing fly- its uh, flying and stuff. But let's talk about he- uh, Heaven's Word. Um, that is the expansion that was going to be coming out very soon. Damn. Um so, so soon, as in, we, we actually have an, a, a release date. Oh, really? Cool. So, um, if you pre-order the expansion, your head start will begin on June 19th. That is June 19th. It's almost June. It is almost June, which is crazy. Less than a month away. It's crazy. Oh, don't say that. I can't have a pre-order yet. <laughs> it's okay, Aludra. Because a couple of weeks ago, I was in winter jackets, and now I'm in shorts. Yeah. Well, It's rainy fair, over here. To be fair, our state, which I share with you, has been a little crazy. It has been. So, yes, we, we are. Um, yeah, yes, this podcast is going coast to coast uh, tonight. <laughs> AIE, coast to coast. That's right. Oh, yeah. So, June 23rd is the, is the official launch date of the expansion which will also get us the Mac client of the game. So all you people who Finally. do not have a Windows PC because you do not have, you don't like the OS you are or you're so ingrained in the Mac culture, well or now you will be able one. to um, have Final Fantasy to the 14th power on your Mac. Which means I'll be able to play it or boot camp. And yeah. and and to and to be fair, let's point out also that we will not be ostracizing the Mac players. We won't restrict them to their own servers. They will Good. be able to play with everyone who's playing on the PC well, and the PS3 and PS4 as well. Yeah, we Our don't even restrict fired. the PS3 and PS4 people. So we're yeah. the all-inclusive game over here in Final Fantasy. It works rather well. You and, really and can't what else? Tell. And what yeah. else do you play it on Abo? Your little Vita. Your Vita. Or Yes, um, yeah, so if you have a if you have the PlayStation 4 edition, um, you will be able to and you have a Vita, you know the little handheld um, Sony device, you can actually export the display from instead of playing on the TV, you can play on your little Vita in another room, which is actually works really well. <laughs> it actually um, actually when you log in there, you, you actually have and something I didn't know until I tried it, I tried it out. You can actually have a separate, um, UI for the Vita mm-hmm. uh, that you can that you can define different um, uh, UI scaling and so forth. So it's actually 100% fully playable on the on the Vita. You, as in, you could actually you know you can do your crafting, you could do your questing, you could do your dungeon runs. I haven't tried it, but you could 
do a raid with it. You, you know, all your options oh, are wow. I mean, handheld device. Yes. I mean, I, I mean, I play on a controller. If you're looking at the video stream, you'll see that I do have a little crossbar in the bottom of the screen that I'm activating right now for those on the video stream. I can play this, this entire game on, on a game controller. Oh, ah, right. great. I do not... it. I use it when I'm farming in bed on my PlayStation since it accesses the same account. So uh, when I'm feeling kind of sick, I can actually farm really easy in bed. You it's don't so great. get dirt in the bed? You might. No. Don't you get dirt no. in the bed? Nope. Because yes. I'm not really digging. It's all virtual dirt, Tetsemi. <laughs> we don't actually get dirty. <laughs> Um, well, we'll leave it that. That happens in Goldshire. Whole different story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that would not be family oh, friendly. Oh, wow. It's that would not well be family friendly. <laughs> we Come will, on, uh, back. I'm sorry. But then we'll jump. Uh, but um, if you really do like gardening, um, you know, just side note um, at the Free Company house, the Free Company is Final Fantasy Speak for Guild. We do have some gardens, so you can plant some stuff, dig, fertilize it, uh, water it, and then eventually dig it up and get stuff and get loot for gardening at the, at the free Thanks. company house. And I'd like to point out that if you're a Makote, we, we actually have bags of fertilizer. You don't <laughs> need to, you know, it's, it's not a litter box. It's a garden. Like oh my. Wow, that was yeah. mean. And Muse sitting right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. You know, I, I, I never thought of that, but a, a friend who came over and joined us recently in the guild, when I met them at the at the uh, free company house, that was the first thing I saw them doing. And I'm like, <laughs> who did we invite over? <laughs> <laughs> who gets to clean that up? Don't talk about right. Kefis like that. <laughs> oh. I'm very happy that Kefis uh, is checking the game out. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm very happy about that. I'm, so I'll, I'll, I'll you know, do a few dungeons with them. It's and, good. And, we should point out too. I mean, you can check the game out for free. There's yes. a free trial yes, for 14 is. days. You can download hey, it. Eludra. Yeah. Oh. I, I asked Kefis, you know, what he thought of Final Fantasy 14. He said, ah, I can't see myself in it. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's right up there with the arm joke. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was wow. <laughs> that's a that's a raid team joke. And if you do. If you do enjoy the game after your free trial or during your free trial, before you actually pay for a subscription, look up people in the game and the forums, ask them for a refer a friend because yes. you can actually get a refer a friend if you've not paid for a sub yet and you get all kinds of whizzy like XP gains. If you end up subscribing for a month or two, you get like a two person chocobo mount. It's, you know, it, it's the whole refer nice. a friend swag right. stuff. All the so. perks. Yeah. Everyone benefits. So make make sure Wonderful. you talk to your guild members. And if you have someone that you that plays the game that you are going to be playing with, they'll get a an item so that person will be able to teleport to the new person at any point in time so they can help you out whenever. Yeah. So that's it's so yeah, refer a friend, good. So jumping from there, um, just like every other video game that's ever made now, there is a standard edition a digital collector's edition, and a physical collector's edition. Me. Both in English right. and Japanese, right? What's that? <laughs> I said both in English and Japanese. 
Uh, yes, also in French, German, and Spanish. <laughs> well, you got to collect them all. Oh, wait, sorry, this isn't Pokemon. No, no this is not. No, me being the no. frugal person that I am, I, I'm getting the physical collectors because, oh my god, gigantic statue. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty massive. I'm, more, I'm more of an art book guy myself, but that, yeah, that, that is an art book. statue. And Blu-ray audio. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So for you, if you have a really nice audio system, Blu-ray audio, cool. Um, okay. And if you um, are thinking Final Fantasy, I want to jump in, but you haven't played this game before, uh, but you want to get everything at one shot, there will be... Um, you can get the, the combo pack, which will get you the base game and the expansion in one box. And again, PC, Mac, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, June 23rd. So Very let's nice. talk. So let's do a quick uh, bounce on the what's new in the expansion, uh, in case you guys haven't heard me last yes. time. All right, real quick. New race, the Aura. Uh, little dragony people, sort of. Cool. Pictures are in the show notes. All right. Okay. Um, There'll be three new classes. The uh, Astrologian, which is going to be a healer, which is going to be like a card-based healer person. Right. The the Dark Knight. Not Batman. Which is not Batman? Okay. Not Batman. Not Batman. Dark Knight. Think Cecil. That is how they actually teased it, though, at the uh, fan fest. They, They kept talking about Batman. They did, because they're awesome, and they know they they know what they have to work with. <laughs> they know their they know their audience. Uh, but uh, the Dark Knight will be a tank. The Dark Knight will be a tank, and then there's a machinist, which is mm-hmm. going to be a ranged DPS slash turrets uh, type. It sounds person. like a li- so definitely sounds like a literal DPS with that type of title. Yes, um, for those who have played. Uh, Warhammer Online, when that was still around, think, think the engineer, the engineer class in that game for those six people who play that game. Guild Wars Two mm-hmm. has an engineer as well, I believe, and it's pretty similar. Cool. Yes, yes, it, yes, they do. That's the, that's the class I play in Guild Wars Two. And and strictly strictly speaking, pure style points. I mean, the machinist, you know, it's got that whole Victorian steampunkish thing going on. So you know, if you're into very that, much so. You know, cool. Actually, all of them, all the classes. The new classes sound seem to me to be very steampunk, gothic related. Well, the astrologian has some really neat looking effects, and it, it reminds me pretty much of any kind of, uh, you know, those animes where you're doing some kind of card battling, and they definitely have all the effects going on for that one. Yes, and mm-hmm. it, it looks really pretty and very, very involved, like cool. Yes, That's it is, and not. And uh, what? And, and just remember. Your one class, uh, your your one character that you have can be all the things. All you, mm-hmm. you do not have to reroll alts. You nope. if you, you click a button, poof, you're the other class that you do. So you want, wow. I'm playing as my black mage. Boom, boom, boom. Fire three, fire three. Oh, fire four in the new expansion. Oh, excited! <laughs> uh, I said, okay, I need a tank. Dark knight. Click. I'm now dark knight. Tanky, 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 tanky. Because remember, and, kids, be yourself. Unless you can be Batman, then be Batman. Then be Batman. Be Batman, but or if you can't be Batman, be at least a Dark Knight. Right. Well, yeah, and sense. if 
And if you are actually, you know, put off by the whole, I've got so much invested in my characters and these aura look so neat. I think you get a free vial of Fantasia when you pre-order. So you can, I, I have not heard otherwise, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you can just use the Fantasia and change your race into an aura as well. So Yeah, as long as oh, you wow. expansion it, yeah. yeah. And you get a vial of Fantasia after, I believe, 30 days of playtime. Exactly. Yeah, thirty. So on your your one month anniversary of the game, not month, not thirty day, not thirty twenty four hours of game time, but uh, but actual your one month anniversary, you get a free one. Plus, you can always buy them. Yep, they're ten bucks yeah. pop. But free, you have options. Yes, but you do have options if you're broke like a Ludra. Yeah, yes, the in game, game uh, barbershop is actually really detailed. Uh, you can yes. change your look quite significantly just with that, and that's all in game. Yeah, and that's only two thousand freaking gil. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, that's um, yeah. If you go through your daily your, or your weekly challenges, that's two challenges. Mhm. And and you do the challenges without thinking, which is what I love about Final Fantasy. If you're just playing the game as you want, boom, you'll suddenly get this thing. Hey, you get bonus XP and a, a handful of gil. Here you go. Yep. Breathing. Okay. So let's start, talk about your. Let's say you're you're a, a computer player with Final Fantasy. You're thinking about jumping in, but you're not sure how the game's going to run on your computer because that's something we all have to worry about is make sure your computer is up to date. Well, there is a heaven a heaven's word benchmark program available. So I'll do two things. One, it'll test your computer, and you'll see a nice a lot of pretty visuals on how the game works, and you'll see you'll get a a, a nice feel on how the game will perform on your computer. Well, which is good news. Yep. Uh, what else you can do with it is you can actually build your character because it has a built-in ca- uh, character creator in there. So you can build all the characters you want, save into a file, so when Heaven's Award does hit, you'll be able to import those characters you created into Benchmark uh, and play those characters that you created into this free Benchmark that you can just go to the website and download. Mm-hmm. That's kind of brilliant. It, so, yeah. it, it's actually kind of fun because it gives you a preview of the upcoming classes and how they play. And if you made a character, it'll put it in the movie. Yeah. I like. Yes. I was confused. Like, how did I guess what the character in the movie would look like so accurately? And he was just <laughs> rolling his eyes at me and and making fun of me a little bit. You know. My job. Just a yep, little. Yeah, totally his job. So uh, <laughs> after he was done laughing at me, he explained that they, they took the character you made and put her in the movie so you can see if you liked it in action before you committed to it. And any character you make in the benchmark will be saved to your game proper so you can still have the look of the character you had so much fun building in the weeks before the, uh, the, ga- the expansion actually came out, which is yeah. brilliant. And if you created an aura, you can... Create it ahead of time, and then the second you start the game, you just pick what you what you created, and then move on. Mm-hmm. And, and to point out the reason why this is also important, and I I don't know what their strategy is yet for the release of the expansion, but if you've been playing it, playing the game for a while, or you've been watching people play the game, you notice there are character restrictions, times at which you cannot create a character on, say, Gilgamesh, which is the North mm-hmm. American server that we play on. You know, look for early mornings. They usually open it up for a few hours. I'm hoping they'll be a little less restrictive at the launch of the expansion. But if you mm-hmm. don't, 
get in uh, to the guild right away, or not the guild, but the, the server the guild, the free company it's on right away. You know, keep trying. Try those weird odd hours, but if you do see the opening right away, having your stuff pre-saved will save you a lot of time because the character generator is, you know, it's it's more than WoW, less than some other games, but it's it's mm-hmm. pretty detailed. You can spend a lot of time and, and, and get lost. Yeah, yep. you really can. It's fun. I have been yep. idled out before. Very cool. <laughs> yep, and this server is very alive. There is tons of people here, so the, the there are a lot of quite a bit. Yes. Yeah, yes. I can find I can find party finder groups at like two thirty in the morning. Yeah, even it was <laughs> probably two or three in the morning, and it, I was in one of the major cities. And uh, Final Fantasy has this uh, feature where, as there's more people in the area, there's more crowd noise, and it gets louder and louder, kind of giving you a feel for just how busy it is in that area. Oh, and that's... it was very loud last night. Mm-hmm. That's a gorgeous dynamic effect. I love that idea. Yeah, the sound yeah. in this game's really good. There are a lot of little things in the game like that that just. You don't even notice, but adds so much to it. Very detail-oriented, but not like being virtually you know, assaulting your senses. Just little bits and pieces that, if you're paying attention, yes. you see. Yeah, a lot of a lot of ambiance, a lot of things that make the make the game feel like it like it is alive. A, it's alive. It's a world. It's something that you know people do exist in outside of. I have sword. I'm going to st- stab thing and take this broadsword from uh, the squirrel. You know, they have some things there that make it, but to, to make it feel a little more system. alive. Weather the squirrel has never yes. given me a sword in this game. Yeah, where where are you hunting that, man? Uh, <laughs> right? Dungeons. It's dungeons. It's moose, not squirrel, that gives you that sword. Ah. Uh, no, yes. no, even the mooses. No. Okay. I only get swords from people. <laughs> well, and I don't so, mean I, I have to hunt down and kill a people. I mean they're like, oh, okay, as a reward, here's a sword. Hunt <laughs> down yeah, eight people. She's not a mass murderer. <laughs> so, well, well, I never said term. that either, Duris. Come on, <laughs> it is an MMO. It is. A to be fair, that's true. You did not specifically say that. Except <laughs> eight people. <laughs> so moving on, we have. Uh, let's touch on flying. Well, actually, before, actually, before we before we move on. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm go going ahead. to do this again, and I'm going to like interrupt you. Okay, go for it. All right, all right. No, I did. I'm done. Go on. No, I'm just. Oh, done. Good. All so, right. Speaking of hardware, right? You've got the people who are wondering, can I run this game on my computer? And then you got the people who are like, bring it, right? My computer is the latest and greatest. They are actually with the expansion introducing a DirectX 11 version of the client. This game mm-hmm. is old enough that it's actually right now running in DirectX 9, but if you look at some mm-hmm. of the screenshots on the site, maybe we'll dig up one for the show notes that does a comparison side-by-side, side. the depth and the lighting and the way things are changed with the, all the WYSI DirectX shaders and everything that are available looks really nice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now that we're on the verge of DirectX 12, we're getting a DirectX right. 11 client for Final Fantasy. So, yeah. Very cool. Yes, I was on PC. the same score on, on the benchmark for both. So... I could apparently go either way. (laughs) I will totally add a comparison screenshot uh, between 9 and 11 to the show notes. So please visit the show notes at the uh, the AIEpodcast.com. Is that right? Yes. 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 Cool. All right. So moving on from there, let's talk about some flying mounts. That is a maybe a sore subject for some people, some of our listeners out there. But let's talk about flying in Final Fantasy here. In Heaven's War, you will be able to fly in all of the new zones 
eventually. My eventually means you need to <laughs> journey through the zone uh, first and eventually explore the zone, go through the questing, go through go through the storylines and, so, and such to you earn the wind of the zone. Once you do that, gotcha. you can fly. There's flying mounts that you can um, acquire th- throughout the game, obviously. Some are going to be plot-based, we believe. Um, mm. Some of the existing mounts will be able to fly, including the fat Chocobo, which it's I think is going to be amazing. awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Did they add rockets like to it? Thing to waddle down a road. It's supposed to fly. <laughs> it's going to fly. Rockets to it? <laughs> um, we're not sure, but it's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, it will be awesome to see that thing in the air. Actually, yeah. that will um, be cool. For those who are getting any collectors, digital collectors or physical collectors, will get a flying mount as well as um, you can get personal airships as well as the free company airship. As in, the free company can create, um, can. Bu- work together to build a massive airship that's going to be AIE, the AIE ship. Now, we're going to, now, work, we're going to have to work on that name. I'm good building airships with my frying pan, Abavan. I did it for that one group of the Birdmen. Mm-hmm. So you have my frying pan to help build the parts. Nice. You built an airship with a frying pan. This sounds like my kind of game. You uh, cooked it. MacGyver. Okay, so... It's a how many games have we played over the years, which you, all we had to do to build a bridge was find the hammer? I mean, seriously. I mean, we can do anything with with just one tool. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But it's it's to help you level up your um your crafting, uh, groups. I, they put but... in this faction that you can craft anything. Like you could sew an airship engine if you wanted to. So I mean, it's it's not that hard. <laughs> to imagine that, is that fantasy, right? maybe I was smelting iron in my frying pan. You don't know. <laughs> you don't. So you were using it to dig in the dirt for pets. Ironically, you can't dig in the dirt for pets in this game. <laughs> yes. I've gardened up many a pet for the free company. <laughs> wait, wait. So you love digging in dirt. You love pets. Did they make this game just for you? I'm starting to wonder because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, right? I'm getting excited looking at, you know, the astrologian and the fact that you can build an airship. And, of course, it's, you know, pressing my steampunk buttons. And I'm like, wow, this is great. And then I hear that you can dig in dirt for pets. And I realize it was actually made for you. Yeah, well, now they're making it for you, too. Right? Yeah, don't mm-hmm. pets oh, and steampunk. Free wind-up litter pet. Oh my god, that would be so cool! I want that. <laughs> so, let's move, move it on to some free company news. Um, Great. So there is a contest that's happening right now. A Heavensward recruitment video contest. And I would like to enter. Um, there are um, 10 uh, free companies uh, per server. We'll be getting a little uh, Mandragora uh, Choker in-game item. That's a necklace with a little it looks like a little mandragon. I mean, I don't, don't know why else to say it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, down for, uh, on the necklace, and it's you know everybody in the free company will get one if you're one of the ten chosen. Um, if we put something out there, we have a pretty good chance of winning because so far, I believe there are um, two entries, which means there's eight more entries that we can grab. And, and when the deadline in, is uh, soon, it's in another browser window. Uh, but essentially, what I need is. Your guys' help. I need people to create the video. Um, what I 
Um, there's on the forums, or I do have a thread on there. I do have a blocking scene, which I pretty much ha know what I want to do with the video. I just need people in the video, uh, in the house, along the, the path I'm going to run around cheering, dancing, and doing other fun things to show how awesome AIE is, show off our house, and eventually make this video so we can get some free stuff and advertise on the greatness that is AIE to people who may not be, um, you know, to other people out there who are not, uh, don't know the AIE gaming community. So I want to put that out there and, and, and also get some loot for us. So I will need some help there. There are details on the forums. I'm going to try to put that together uh, relatively soon because the deadline for this is blah, 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 blah. June 3rd is the deadline. So we probably should get this done shortly. Probably, yes. Yes. Um, if clearly, the, if we have enough people, I can do it right for this podcast. Quite honestly, but sooner the better. <laughs> Details are on the forums. Yay! I love the forums. <laughs> um, rating the wise, forums. rating wise, um, there is a the the Saturday night rate team. Uh, we run at uh, nine p.m. Eastern time, and we just do whatever's. Uh, recently, we've been doing some coil, which is the uh, you know, we're on the, you know, collectively we're on the second, um, the second half of the second coil of Bahamut. That is turn eight is what we're, we're, we're working on right now as a group. Some of us have done past that, but that's what we're doing as a group right now. We've done some extreme primals, um, the extreme primals. Um, what they've been doing now is they started, uh, dropping, um, ponies, colored ponies that play the theme music of each primal. I want the these primals. unicorns. Oh, wow. They are gorgeous and pretty and very nice. And okay, you know, I have to cool. get a pony because I've always wanted one. Well, if you want a unicorn, you need to be a um, uh, you can be a white mage. There's, there's a um, there's a quest for that to get a, a unicorn. But if you want these ponies, you need to do uh, it's a rare drop from the extreme primals, and um, you need to get those. What makes these cool, other than the fact that they look awesome, when you mount them, they play the music of the primal that you're on there so if you like oh, the great. if you like the shiva music which is that you know that whole uh, uh chick rock song that they play w when you're finder mm -hmm. um they'll do that if you ha um the music in this game is oh my god awesome so anything mm -hmm. that plays yeah. music is awesome uh there are many times that i will i do have a playlist for work of all the primal um bosses as something to get me through my work day so it's it's good stuff. Yeah, the the quality of this game, I mean, is it, it's surprising for so few people they actually have working on the game, and it's, uh, you know, the music is very awesome, and I, I do like music in games, and if you're interested, in, as far as the fan community goes, there are people who do a lot of covers as well of the of the songs in this game. So I mean, the songs in this game are, are really popular. If you YouTube and and look for those, you can find some very cool stuff. Mm -hmm. And to give people an idea, um, each mount comes with its own song already. Uh, for example, chocobos have the very uh, loved chocobo song. The fat chocos have a kind of humorous version of it. Mm -hmm. um, and the other mounts kind of have a smooth jazz version, kind of a generic uh, sound to them. So you know, the fact that these new mounts have their own special song is kind of a big deal. Yeah. And the Magitech does have the terrorist theme from Final Fantasy VI. Um, for those who played that one back in the old Super Nintendo days, back when it was known as Final Fantasy III, I've played every one. So, I'm, I have like a like about about two hundred dollars in uh, 
Final Fantasy art books in my bookshelf there. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh, I. Um, yeah, I was in Disney one year, and they had like a a huge three volume set of of art from Final Fantasy one through ten. And oh, yeah, I was, yeah, I was like mine. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty awesome. I, I'm gonna I have to it. get together, and I'm gonna have to come over to your house. I'm just, you know, no reason. If anything goes Disney, you know what happened. <laughs> eh, come on over. It'll be a good time. We'll play some Final Fantasy. We'll stream it. It'll be a good time. And other things happening. There's also a Tuesday night raid team that's started up. Where else would it start? Forums. Forums. Why? Forums are awesome. So please, please, please visit those forums. Um, uh, otherwise... Jump on in. We you know, we are in Umami, or you just you know look us up in game. We'll, we'll be sure to help help you guys out. Um, we'll try to get as many people through the con the story content before Heaven's Ward hits, and we would Jump love to. Uh, we would love to help you guys. You know, enjoy this great this great great game. May, awesome we may story. want to point out too that um, I mean, if you're familiar with AIE and the other games and Umami, our our registration system. Uh, we will walk you through it, but the invite process is a little different for Final Fantasy. Did you want to go over that, Adam? Um, yeah, we'll just we'll just talk about that real quick. Um, there's no in-game public chat system like you wouldn't join the uh, AIE LFG like you would in WoW. Um, you, you essentially join an IRC channel. How do you do that? Well, in the email, you click on the link, and it, it does everything you need to do. Perfect. Very cool. So, yeah. Words. Words. Okay. Words <laughs> do, do we do we need more words? Uh, no. How about, how about, we how about don't worry. I think we're good. We have I had to do a words. sudden mute because I went to a coughing uh, uh, a coughing spell, so I had to sudden mute. <laughs> I've had that recently too. But but how about yeah. this? Because Abbo and I have been doing this recently. We both are streaming more. Um, I know you like yes. to stream the coil runs that you guys do on Tuesdays. And I have, I'm going to start doing dungeon runs on Wednesday nights that I'm going to stream. So if there are dungeons that you want to run or you want to level, that's going to be going forward starting next Wednesday. I'll be doing those on Wednesday nights. Very cool. Put your, uh, awesome. I, I'm I have fun. It, you're going to be in Twitch. Uh, Twitch yeah, I'm going to add that to the show notes. Yeah, just throw it down in the, the contact section and we'll put it on there for everyone to be able to watch. All right, anything All right. else? That's, that's anyone. Well, any questions that people want to put out chat room? Do you have any Final Fantasy questions? Trivia, maybe. Trivia. <laughs> want to hear a Final Fantasy joke? Huh? Go ahead. One Final Go ahead. Fantasy Let's joke. Hear it. Uh, I, I, okay, I'm gonna, okay, I'm going to make one up on the fly then. Uh, <laughs> what did one chocobo say to the other chocobo? I don't know. Well, what I did. did. One chocobo say to the other chocobo. Uh, walk. You tell me a joke. Eh? Eh? No. Can we edit him out of the podcast? He tried. <laughs> he, he tried, but that oh, was we're worse. Not than cutting, we're not cutting that out of the podcast. Sorry, oh, no. Adam. Nah, well. <laughs> we're gonna leave that in, and then we're gonna point Coltrane to it and say, "Look, somebody found a worse joke than yours." All right. Um, Ouch. <laughs> I know. Why did you and with that, the road. Oh, hold to my uh, body. That's, that's not nice. Come on. <laughs> he tries. He tries. All right. And with that, we're going to go into the question of the week from last time. Yes, I know it was a while ago, but we asked, 
what is your favorite spaceship? Kiri, uh, JN Place, said, Imperial Shuttle or Imperial TIE Fighter? I just love those lines. I can hear the Imperial March when I see them. Baconway, our own Ask Miss Mulgra, said the original Battlestar Galactica Vipers. When I was a kid, they seemed like space sports cars. I know exactly what she's talking about, and I have to agree. Kinney, also known as uh, De Kenya, said Serenity, of course. And Ben Bumhofer, Al the Mage, also known as Aludra's. Uh, cohort on battle pets said the millennium falcon has always been my choice for space flight although the milano seems pretty sweet sweet uh cardinal hunter at cardinal hunts uh that's probably that's probably another thing i'm thinking of but space battleship yamato has a special place in my heart our very own aludra said that one from space balls that was cool um shoujo beat at Shoujo AIE, Starship Enterprise. Wednesday, at Mr. Wednesday AIE, Serenity. Uh, David A. Singer, at Vinoteca, BSG Vipers. Probably because of the POV when they launched. That, that was pretty awesome. Was pretty uh, John Long, a.k.a. at Arvachet, the Imperial Agent Ship in Sartor. So pretty. And John Mahoney, at John Mahoney, the TIE Defender is a cool ship. He also says, John Mahoney, our friend, says most of the ships in EVE. So that's not a grand sweeping thing at all. I wonder which four were excluded. (laughs) Memenenth says, uh, do you count stories? It's a toss-up between uh, Elf Sternberg's car-sized ship he mentioned in a story or the huge colony ship that the crew found abandoned. That one was a bit creepy with the ai that was not set up right if memory serves that was three tweets guys <laughs> yes Valkyries are super fun to fly but looks wise the galant galante ships of eve online are my favorite our very own cyberwave says the first one i ever fell in love with the x-wing fighter in middle school i wanted to be an x-wing pilot still do in fact I well do. dreams can come true okay i'm too short <laughs> Nah. Duris says, let me interrupt you right there and say that B-Wing triumph trumps A-Wing. Very nice. (laughs) (laughs) Abavan says, A-Wing, nimble, fast, and can't be stopped. So Duris cut him off before he even hit it. And B-Wing is that fast. Yeah, he is that fast. Wow. And Mewcow says, the ship from the last Starfighter, that attack was ahead of its time. (sighs) Yes, I agree. That was really cool. All right, so yeah. we have a new question of the week. Who would you like to see on the podcast in an upcoming episode? Remember to email them and pester them if your tweets don't get the point across. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. And that is our show for tonight. While the chat rooms begin suggesting show titles, we want to thank the crew from Final Fantasy fourteen for joining us. All right, and if you have questions about the show, you can email us at podcast.aie-guild.org. You can follow us at Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Aludra is at 
Eludra underscore AIE. I am at Cyberwave, and Tetsami is at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, the AIEpodcast.com. And our theme, of course, was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. By amazing Al- Andrew Allen. I tried to put Trio in there. Oh. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website with keyswithsoul.com. And evidently, um, somebody snuck this into the show notes, so I have to say it. If you're at a, the, uh, in the Phoenix area and attending Comic-Con next weekend, please stop by booth 8119, Cat's Eye Curiosities, and say hi, or next door at booth 8117 to see Nevermore at Geek Asylum. That's a lot of things! And now for our right. lot of things, uh, it's time to play all the great AIE member segments we received this week, including Ask Miss Mulgra, Mega Minute with Mega Code, Overly Dramatic News, and other segments to be edited here. Exactly. We are off next week due to aforementioned Phoenix Comic Con insanity, and trust me, I it's insanity. And I can't put two words together gather much less right show notes at that point nope but she's a trooper we will return with a super secret guest for june 7th so until then aie this is aludra this is makala and this is tetsemi and this has been the aie podcast Ramka, and welcome to Ask Miss Mulgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, may I hold it against my mate that he gave me cheap Apexus crystal earrings for my birthday instead of getting me real gems? I think you might misunderstand how Apexus crystals work. First, they are a valuable currency for upgrading your best gear. Would you not like to sport the latest style of shoulder pads to go with your best chainmail blouse? Second, Apexus crystals are very hard to get. Your mate must have worked very hard at his daily garrison quests and hunted many rare beasts to get some of the really nice ones. And he may have had to send all his followers out on missions to get the crystals, probably while he was... uh, uh, sitting in his garrison tavern, uh, telling stories and drinking a cold pint of... You're right. Your mate is a lazy peon. Teach him a lesson by trading your earrings for a shiny new mace. Then show him how well you can wield it. I am Miss Mulgra, and that is my advice. Oh, oh my gosh. Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. Welcome back to another Mega Minute with Mini Cast of Elfman's Holy Paladin. This week I give a brief rundown on the Cro-Mog encounter from the Black Rock Foundry Raid. 
We use two tanks, four healers, and a mix of ranged and melee DPS. This is pretty much a single phase fight with a short intermission every minute or so where he casts Rune of Grasping Earth and Thundering Blows. On this fight, I primarily have tank heals duty with spot healing other raid during his intermission phases. Like always, I keep beacons on tanks while focus healing whichever tanks tanking Chromog with my Holy Light heals. I like to keep Eternal Flames on players taking damage while spot healing folks with my Holy Shocks when off cooldown. I prefer Holy Prism over Light's Hammer for this fight. Keep an eye on the tank tanking Chromog, especially when he starts getting 2-3 stacks of Warped Armor debuff. If he doesn't have a defensive cooldown available, drop a Hand of Sacrifice onto them. Save Diva Aura and our wings for Stone Breath and be sure to move out of his Rippling Smash and Reverberation Discs so as to not take any avoidable damage. Quite often he'll do his Rune of Crushing Earth ability which forms two hands that eventually slam together inflicting a stun and major nature damage so stay alert and stand either behind or in front of them until they slam. Now when he transitions into his intermission, he'll cast Rune of Grasping Earth which forms multiple hands out of the earth indicated by yellow swirls on the ground. Our job initially is to be grasped by these hands so as to survive Chromog's devastating one-shot, Thundering Blows ability. Once he's finished with the Thundering Blows, it's the DPS's job to break everyone out of the grasping hands. One great thing us Holy Pallets can do is pop a hand of protection or divine shield right before Thundering Blows, thus allowing us to not use up a grasping hand and survive this ability. Meanwhile, we can pop our wings if we didn't use them already and heal away at topping off the raid. Also, I like to save a holy prism for right after I'm grounded from Chromog's thundering blow. And spec into clemency for multiple hands of sacrifice and protection, for they really come in handy, get it, handy, wink wink, for this encounter. I found this to be a fun fight for healing with a ton of situational awareness and reasons to use everything in our arsenal. So I hope this helps out and good luck. If you're on Twitter, come follow me at FFPMMark with a C or check out my blog page at HealingSpec.com. Caution, the following report contains spoilers for Warlords of Draenor content. What happens in the Grand sometimes doesn't stay in the Grand. It's the Overly Dramatic News, I'm Hunts the Wind. The ritual combat of Makara is the Horde's ultimate arbiter of justice, where might does indeed make right, but only within the strict rules of the contest as enforced by the Azeroth Makara Combat League, or AMCL. Garage Hellscream is no stranger to the fighting arena, nor to controversy. His defeat of Cairn Bloodhoof was tainted by the use of poison on his blade, and the AMCL nearly banned him for life. But what goes around comes around, and after fleeing to the past timeline on Draenor, Hellscream has met his end at the hands of former warchief Thrall. No one witnessed what surely was an epic Makara, but the discovery of Hellscream's body covered in electrical burns and clutched in a stone fist has led to suspicions that Thrall had used his shaman skills to win the fight. Some would consider this cheating, and today the AMCL announced that Thrall had been suspended from all participation in the Iron Horde campaign for a period of four months. The news caused an uproar throughout the Horde, but no group was more devastated than the Earthen Ring. One young shaman spoke for many when she said that the besmirching of their hero's reputation had left them all feeling a bit... deflated. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind.